Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel still without a camera. But with my dulcet tones, Joel's here. Dennis is here, too. He'll be back in a second, but I promise he's here. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Baba today. We're going to talk Tesla. We're going to talk Jobs Number. We're going to hopefully be joined by Marcus Heikotter. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend, back at 8.35. We'll do ticker time at the end of the show. We will share some uh, boots-on-the-ground research as well that Mitch did on his own accord yesterday, and we'll take questions from our chat. And uh, yeah, that. And we'll, I, I guess we should probably start by talking about yesterday, though. Well, uh, Joel, bring up your charts if you can, and let's start with um, yesterday's action, because the question I'm asking to the both of you, or Dennis, whenever he joins, is uh, breakout or fake out, Joel? What say you here? Uh, well, right now, the numbers are saying uh, a breakout. Uh, we'll just run things down. We'll talk about yesterday's action when Dennis comes on here. Hey, he's but, here. Uh, he's here. Oh, he is. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about today's action. And we're up three and three quarters handles ahead of the big jobs number. Pre-market high, oh, three and a quarter. Nothing there. Pre-market low, 82 and a quarter. Nothing there. So, Market has to find my levels, and uh, wow, the upside yesterday, 43.21. That's a high. That looks like a good early target on the upside. Uh, crude bouncing back up 52 cents at 78.81. Gold just battling its way uh, up to 1,800, up four bucks at 17.63.10. Silver in the red by nine cents at 22.57. Bitcoin having a good day, having a great week. Uh, that's up 13.85 at 55.855. And Ethereum, that's up $20.25 at 36.46.50. First question I have, though, for Triple D and Mitch wow. is without the technical and computer <laughs> wizards that run this show, how, how'd it go yesterday? How'd, yeah, how'd, how'd, how'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> I have nothing to do with any technical stuff Mitch, behind how'd the it go background. Yesterday? Zero. I've never ran a YouTube show. It was <laughs> tough. It was <laughs> tough, Joe. I gotta say, I missed your ability to handle the charts I was there, like, <laughs> trying to handle everything. But, hey, we got it down, right, Dennis? I we think did. We it went, actually, somebody tweeted us it was the best show ever. You know why? Yeah. That was me. Said, that was me. Oh, it was you. And then they that said, was me, just, Dennis. it was Spencer. <laughs> you know what it was? We actually got through, like, 20 topics, Dennis. I don't know how Wait, Mitch it. is on mute again. They can't hear Mitch. <laughs> Oh, Mitch, what's wrong me? with you? Like you're using the technical guru. In the I don't background. know what's going on. My mic doesn't want to get picked up by my desktop audio. The same thing that happened yesterday, but now they can hear me. Yeah, uh, I saw. Yeah, they still in, say he can't hear you. In the chat, like, they're calling you muted, Mitch. Muted, oh. Mitch. He's a mime now. He just you got to uh, read his lips. Hello, is the wall? I, here? I had it. I had it on my computer. You Try know, again. Had, they still yeah. don't hear you. I, I, well, I well, there's always I a, there's always a delay. There's always a delay. Yeah, they, they don't know if there's now. that much of a delay. It's about seven seconds. That's I had it. You're going to get kicked off the show <laughs> if you don't get this mic figured out. <laughs> he was right on deck to replace Spencer, but now he's falling apart. Spencer, oh, we love you. Oh, no. <laughs> I just news, I had it on my – I came downstairs. <laughs> I was able to do some work a little bit later in the day, and I had it on. I go, oh, I just want to see how things, uh, you know, how you know how things got started. 
Mitch and after left, like five minutes in the chat ripping you guys a new one, I was just like, okay, maybe they, I hope they get the show called. But I'm just giving you a hard time, Triple D and Mitch. I'm sure it was a great show. I, it's not me. Don't give me a hard time. All I do is speak. <laughs> All Stennis goes is, I can't drop hear anything. the swear word, then you can give me a hard time. But this I don't is, know this is, that is helping. Stuff. It's not working. It's not working. I, it's not working. Right. Nice move yesterday. Working. <laughs> Three inside <laughs> days. What do you want me to well. say? It is working. It's working. It's working. Okay. We forgive you, Mitch. We forgive you, Mitch. We got to figure out why you keep going on mute, though. Muted, Mitch. Three inside days in a row. Right. And the market was just, it was just bottled up. They really tried to bust it on, uh, on Wednesday, like they and you call the triple day, get bust, like get this thing under 4,300, get like get this thing under 4,270. And then I would look and the thing would be trading like 4,296.97. And literally, I would turn my head and it would be like 4,303. And I'm like, what? And it was just like big buyers came in. Then once they got it over the uh, high, but we broke out to so old resistance, new support. We're 30 handles away from that. We got a jobs number. Let's take out 4421 and it'd be a pretty good week. And, you know, close on the highest of the week. The only, you know, wild card is how we react to the jobs number. I mean, this market is still, it, and and you know what? I still agree with Spencer. I still think you're making the high by the end of the year. And I think it kind of proved itself two days ago that in the end, this market just, you know, wants to go higher. So, you know, are we out of the woods? You know, are we going to retest those lows? Are we going to fill that gap? I tend to think we're going to fill that gap, Joel, the gap from two days ago, because there's not much in there. And you might not see it on the S&P futures, but you definitely see it on SPY, which I'm talking about the gap from 435.11 up to for uh 38.20 there's a three point almost 30 handle gap in there from the regular trading session which spy obviously is involved in um so i think we're gonna fill that i think i would be a buyer down oh, there with yeah. the old resistance of 435 so we get down 30 40 handles from here i'll be buying more stocks in the dip so you know ideally you know you've been buying you know at the dip 427 428 but i was buying dips and selling rips so any stocks i did buy probably sold them uh too soon because i did not expect the big breakout the two-day follow-through move it was a 120 point run from the low so you know do we fill the gap i think we do i think you're a buyer though if we do right about the wait, wait, i, I want to ask you all about the close yesterday because we closed pretty weak Mitch and I were watching well, it. And, and overbought. You know, we went from oversold to overbought. And literally, if you look at, you know, where how where this market went, we went from 428 SPY at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon two days ago to at the open. We just run to 441, 130 points equivalent, that is, on the S&P futures in literally three hours, an overnight session, a pre-market session, and an hour of, of uh, morning trading. Crazy. And and Paul, and Paul saying, I've changed my tune of the market in two days. I haven't changed my tune. I've been saying buy dips and sell rips. I've been just on the fence, fading every move and continuing to fade moves, saying if we fall 30 handles here, I'll be a buyer. If we rally 30 handles here, I'll probably be a seller. I'm doing the same thing, Paul, that I do every single day, and that is buy dips and sell rips intraday, overnight, Wherever it is, I tweet it out almost every single day. I think everybody knows what I'm doing. Um, it's just been working. The fade trade has been working. There's not a lot of follow through. So I don't think I was bullish or bearish. Was I bullish or bearish? I think I've been Oh, no. Bullish. You know what? You uh, The way you talked me out of, uh, you know, I mean, I was ready. I, like, You're I, ready to throw in the towel of If we took minutes. out those lows, yeah. right? If, 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 right? If your Uncle Bill, well, I can't say that on TV. Um, oh. but I, uh, what the thing is, and the way you turn me a little bit is like, where are people, where are you going to put your money? Where are you going to put, if you take it out of the market and I, where are you going to put it? Bitcoin. Okay. You can put it in Bitcoin. You put it in gold. You put, no. Shiba. No. I mean, where you, I mean, and that is there's no place the, to go. There's no place to go. And that, and that's a sad excuse. But it's the truth. 
and, and, really and that's no it. And you know, the inflation is incredible. You know, I know it just from this house build, which is stressing me out. I've talked about it on the show multiple times. I mean, material on this house is just unbelievably went up in price. Like, I mean, everything that we budgeted is coming in 30, 40% higher on the material, just on the material. That's your, you know, that's from, you know, budgeted in the fall to where we are, I guess, one year, year over year. So you're seeing 30, 40% rises in some cases, like I said, in the electrical wire, 300% rises in, in the wow. price of stuff. I mean, you can say there's, you know, no inflation on TVs like Kathy would, you know, obviously in technology, maybe there's a little bit of deflation there. But in every other aspect of our life, it's very, a lot of inflation. And it isn't running at 3 4%. Some things are running at 3 4%. 5%. But the things that use the most, gas, food, housing, that stuff is running way hotter, way hotter than 5%. So if you want to keep up with inflation and you are just putting your money in the bank or sticking it under your mattress, you are now probably 20% poorer than you were at this time last year. Because the biggest expense to every single person out there that's normal, that isn't just you know ridiculously wealthy, is their house. And housing costs have went up substantially. In Ontario, they went up 32% last year. I heard in the States, um, I, I read a figure, I don't know if that's right, it was up 26% last year. But you can see easily in most places, houses are up over 20% year over year. In some places, they're up 30%, 40%. That's a huge expense to Main Street. That's a huge expense to everyone. How do you you know, keep up with that? You got to stay invested because you know markets move up with that as well. So... That's my rant to stay invested here. That's why I don't move to 100% cash, even though a lot of things are telling me that there is a lot of risk out there. But I think the biggest risk out there is inflation. And I don't know how else you beat it. And that's why the commodity trade has gotten hot. That's why, you know, um, uh, crypto has gotten hot. That's why a lot of things have gotten hot. So Dennis, maybe you can get the house finished uh, by the time for next tax season, I, I, I'm just getting so you can just so you can just give it back to the government because you're gonna owe, you're gonna owe tax so much taxes to everybody. Now it, it's it's I true. owe tax to everyone all the time. Fifty three point five percent bracket in Ontario. Fifty three and a half is a high bracket. It's an incredible amount to think about. And that's just income tax. That doesn't include property tax. That doesn't include sales tax. That doesn't include any other tax they've come up with. I mean, when you think about it at the end of the day, you're lucky in Ontario if you're keeping 25% of your money on an after-tax basis at the high bracket. So obviously, we know there's corporations that can get around stuff and that, but there's a lot That's of people ridiculous. pay a lot of tax. You're always welcome here once you get your house built. But your taxes are going up too. So, you know, we know, you know, over 400,000 or 500, Joe Biden's going to raise your taxes on you too, Joel. So you're no place to hide. Taxes are going up there as well. I don't think they're going to 53.5%, but they're probably going higher. All right, Spencer, take the lead here. Well, I I do want to give Dennis. a, a tip of the hat here because I, I forget if it was Monday, it may have been Friday. I don't know what the, the, the days all blend together. Uh, but uh, he said one of these days, Alibaba is going to rip higher like 10, 20%. And that has happened. That has happened. It, it so, was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. It was Wednesday. Maybe it was Wednesday. Um, and, and so now I'm curious as someone who who is long Alibaba, Dennis, what are you thinking here? Well, I'm sticking with my long-term Alibaba. If I had it on for a trade, I would probably be thinking 160 to 161 was an old resistance point. 20 points in two days is pretty good. Thanks to Uncle Charlie taking the stake. Um, I, I think I think it's a good pop. I'm not coming in and buying Alibaba now. I'll tell you that. Uh, the, the, the buy was when we set it up the trade for you two days ago, we were saying we can lean on the low 138.43. The stock was trading 141 and obviously pulled down to under 140. So if you were even getting, I know my buddy Mike there in Nashville, he, he bought some and he was thanking me for it. And I know there's some other traders that bought it too. So good job to all the traders who did buy it. I mentioned it. I never did buy some more. I thought about it, but I'm bouncing around doing a lot of things. I never thought about it again. And I looked and it was up 10 bucks and I was like, oh, I missed it. But was there um, any news out of China, or is it just a good old-fashioned rally? 
Oh, it was a fact that there was no well, Chinese news. stocks rallied. That helped too, Joel. So it's okay. a good point. JD.com rallied. So this wasn't just exclusive to Alibaba. It's a fantastic point. EEM, you can look right there, was trading up substantially as well. China had a relief pop. Drastically, massively oversold, which is why we were saying and Baba was the same reason, is that it was just oversold so much that it needed a relief pop. It got it. Whether it was China, whether it was Uncle Charlie that was the catalyst, um, that's obviously you know never going to be proven with 100% accuracy. But they had a catalyst with Uncle Charlie. I mean, Charlie Munger taking a doubling his stake in Alibaba. But the second catalyst was, indeed, the Chinese stocks bounced back. But they were oversold. So oversold stocks have these wicked rallies. It's like, you know, like we, I've said this before, when you're in a bull market, it's up like an escalator, down like an elevator. When you're in a bear market, and Alibaba is definitely in a bear market, it's down like an escalator, up like an elevator. Well, you just had an elevator ride up three floors. You know, are we going up another three floors? There's the potential to do that, but the easy money was made probably two days ago. 160.38, we snuck over that in the pre-market. I believe, yeah, it got closer to 161. Now, 160.38 is your September 17th high. That's the last time it closed over 160. So I keep an eye on that. The next high comes in at 163.07. And it also settled back close to 160 that day. So there's your sell zone. 161, 160 to 163. Third wave coming in the chat. We discussed this the other day as well. Munger has pretty decent stake. Uh, uh, I'll just read third, wave, third wave's comment here. 16% of Munger's portfolio is in Baba between 180 and 200. Uh, I'll take your word for it on that. I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm sure it's somewhere around there. 180 uh, and 200 what? What in Baba? What, what? Shares, you mean? No, no, price. Oh, uh, the, so where he's that, average, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He had me confused so, too. So it's a little. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry. Guess where? Uh, guess where Charlie went to undergrad? Michigan. Right. It, it definitely wasn't Michigan State if Joel's bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, um, and he, maybe he's buying more too, though. But we'll find well, it. That's why I went up. He bought yep. more. Got yep. disclosed. Don't frown average down, Charlie. Uh, okay, Charlie, and I, and, and I want to bring up this point. Frown average down unless you know you're in a really bad stock. I, I, I want I want to bring up this point from Evil DJ Neverity. Uh, yes, the the Chinese ADRs that trade on U.S. exchanges technically don't give you any rights to anything to any profits from the company, but they trade as if they do, right? So. It's a different pool of liquidity. If you own shares of Baba that trade on the NICE, you don't actually you're not actually getting profits from Alibaba Corporation over in China, but the shares trade as if you do get those profits. So, but yes, you're right. You actually have rights to nothing. That's just the way. The Chinese ADR. That's a comforting feeling when you're owning Chinese stuff. That's the, that's just you legally that, that, have the rights to nothing. That you, makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. You, you have rights to nothing, <laughs> and, and that's not unique to Alibaba. That's every Chinese ADR in the U.S. You have rights to nothing, but that's the way. So that's so the you way. You got goes. rights to GM's profits. Owning GM here, you can walk in and demand uh, some money. He's saying no, no, you have no. a legal you have a legal recourse here where the ADRs are just more tracking the price. Yes, exactly. They're tracking the price. Yeah. They're tracking the price. Someone just asked if I was buying K Web. No, I'm not buying K Web. I'm not buying that back. I, I just got out of that. I don't want to get back in. I, uh, I don't know what to say on China. I mean, it was so oversold, it got the nice bounce. Backing and filling, Joel. I wait for the backing up a little bit here. Maybe you just get, you know, maybe this relief pop continues because it was massively oversold. Is there room to 55 on K-Web? Absolutely there is. Is it going straight there tomorrow? I don't think so. I think it'll have some work to do because there's so many bag holders holding all of these Chinese stocks. And obviously we know it's difficult to just come back unless you're CEI. And which would be a good segue into dead cat bounces. And you look at this thing, 485. Gets the short uh, from, was it Carisdale? I mean, I think it was Carisdale. Um, yes. And, and gets the short report. The stock tanks down to 85 cents. And now, in basically 24 hours, it's back up to $2.31. What a comeback. So what do you do when your stock, 
your meme stock or your social media stock implodes to the tune of 85% and then all of a sudden bounces 150% in a day. What do you do? Asking chat, asking Joel, asking like, Spencer, like even asking muted. I, I think this is a rhetorical question. <laughs> it, it, it is. What do you do? Elite Trader has the right answer. In my opinion, not investment advice, not in trading advice, but when you're in a stock and all of a sudden it tanks and has a nice dead cat bounce, and you know what I do? I sell it and get that, get out, sell that rip. That's right, folks. This chat is learning. This chat is, you know, and, and, and obviously, you know, sometimes I'm wrong, but I said this on BBIG yesterday when it was 650. It's 530. It literally fell 25% since I said that yesterday. And I don't trade any of the stuff, not no positions on any of the stuff. I don't trade any of these meme stocks usually other than, you know, I guess, you know, the odd time you go into them. But for the most part, it's not my cup of tea. We know I'm more of a, a, a mega cap specialist. So I do trade. I trade everything, but I'm not in any of these positions right now. But and I didn't take any position in BBIG either. But when you get those big pops and these dead cat bounces, there's so many bag holders from four, three, two that are going to be looking to get their money back. It's up on 60 million shares. I think it's a fabulous selling opportunity of the day. Just my opinion. Uh, trading close to the pre-market high. And uh, just the only thing I'll say is the pre-market high. Is it 243? Uh, if, in fact, you get through that, your next daily high is not over to $3, 322. And that's all the comments I have for CEI. Uh, let's talk Tesla here for a second. Uh, they had their annual shareholder meeting last night. Nothing I thought too noteworthy uh, that came out of it. Uh, they are moving their headquarters to Austin. I think that's not a total surprise. Um, they talked about increasing their output at their Fremont factory by 50%. No plans to offer dividends or do a stock split anytime soon. Um, they Elon said they may start scouting for locations on another factory sometime next year. Um, but I don't know, not, nothing too noteworthy to come out of it. Um, I guess the biggest thing was probably the, the headquarters, but again, that's not a, not a total surprise to people who've been paying attention. I've been talking um, about for a while. Right, right, right. So anyway, uh, the stock did trade higher into the, uh, into the meeting. It, it, this is what usually happens. I haven't seen it this morning. Oh, there it is up on the screen. Um, okay. So it's, it's flattish. Is that fair to say? Uh, it's up. It's up a little bit. It's up. All right. Bounced uh, around. It, yeah. The volatility in Tesla, Joel, has been incredibly muted. Has it not? Don't you feel like Tight Tesla? ranges. I agree. Yeah. And again, you know, it's not coincidental that it's a major part of the S&P. And you now have the ETF effects happening on this, which is muting volatility. So people are putting together, you know, and, and I've said this before. You want to put together the Qs or you want to put together the S&P? As an ETF, you grab that four or five top components, and you probably got a 90% correlation with it. So, you know, and they throw Tesla into that mix now because if we just go uh, and look at the percentage of what Tesla is of the Qs and of the SPY, and it is significant. It's Where is it in the SPY? It's top 10 for sure. I think it's top six. It's, yeah, I think it's number six. We're going to look. Tesla is of the SPY is now... Uh, if you like, combine the Googles, it's six. If you don't kind combine the Googles, it's seven. What is it like three percent? Two two and a half, three percent? I'm grabbing it right Somewhere now. Somewhere in that I, I would I would look it up but my my Q's is four and a half. Okay. Spy it is it's only one point seven, but it is oh. uh, but it is one, two, three, four, it's number seven. So that's significant. But that's two Googles. We're not talking Google. I know, but you're you're saying it's seven. Oh, it's and, six. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. You have to yeah, put two Googles I, together, so do. it's number six. Yes. Yeah, because you're right. It's two Googles. So yeah, so it's number six. It's significant, and you know you have 500 stocks. It's number six of the biggest ones. The quick arb traders, you know, are are right there, and they can use that, you know, to get that correlation. So you have massive ETF effects on this now. And what that means is, you know, spile of a sudden tank and Q's tank and Tesla's going to go down with that. But you're not going to see those moves. And if there's no news, and, you know, obviously on news, any stock can move. We know that. You can see Facebook's moved 10% on bad headline before. But, you know, they're, they're, if there's news, it can move. But if there's no news, you have those ETF effects, which is definitely muting volatility now. 
I'm going to we'll go talk with about Chris, that on yeah. October 16th. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Brown here. And he said, hey, you got a double top here. Uh, yesterday's high, 805. Uh, October 4th, high, 806.97. Close enough for me, you know, an $800 stock. You take out those pair of highs, and then boom, there you go. Another leg higher. <clears throat> I will notice that it has traded over 800 and up in the 790s. The best close it's had is 793.81. That was the close yesterday. So there's your good number. Let's just keep improving on the close and take out that 806.97. That's uh, that's what you need on the downside. Depend uh, all market conditions aside. Yesterday's low 83.38. Just so we got three minutes before the jobs number. Yes. Can you preview that for me? Because I'm going to go trade that number. I'm going to leave you guys for about five minutes. And then I'm yes, going to leave I you can. in one minute. So give me the preview so I kind of know what to expect. First, remember, I know it's hard. Think back to a month ago. The oh. jobs number came in a uh, very, very, very big miss. Only 235,000 jobs added in August uh, compared to like 800 and 900,000 the prior months. Anyway, the estimate for last month for September is 500,000 jobs. That is the estimate for the non-farm payrolls figure. Unemployment expected to, uh, expected to tick down uh, to 5.1% from 5.2% uh, the prior month. So 5.1% unemployment, 500,000 non-farm payrolls. Those are your bogeys. Uh, remember, we are coming off uh, a month... Uh, um, uh, August, which was a a surprising, surprisingly big miss. So that's where we're at now. Five hundred thousand jobs, five point one percent unemployment. Those are the numbers we want to see. Let's see what we will see in three minutes. And reminder, actually, you know what? I I don't know how much these numbers really matter today because the Fed has one more meeting on the books anyway. I think right, the FOMC has one more meeting uh, on the books for this year, and they've already said they're going to announce when they're going to start tapering by the end of the year. So they're, they're probably going to announce it at the next meeting regardless. I, I don't know how much this changes the picture, but I guess, I guess, we'll, I guess we'll find out if it's a big beat or a big ooh, miss. Ooh, someone's getting a little jumpy Getting here. choppy. Getting choppy getting ahead jumpy. of the number. So the two things, the way I approach these numbers is I watch SPY and I watch the TLT. Those will give me indicators. The TLT will obviously give me indicators for – the banks give me indicators for any you know high dividend REITs types of plays, and then you're watching SPY too. And sometimes they both go in the same direction. A lot of times they go in opposite directions. So keep that in mind. We are really getting choppy here. I'm going to go um, move so I don't get picked off. Move some orders, and I will be back with you hopefully in a few minutes. Hmm. Joel Spencer. Yeah, yeah, okay. we're here. Oh wow. wow, I'm I'm looking at that. Whoa, look at that chart on the top yeah. left there. Yeah. Bulls and bears are battling out here. I'll just <clears throat> give you the technical setup here. We know that uh, when fundamental information comes out, technicals have a little bit less meaning. Uh, but we're looking at a one-minute chart here on the upper left. And someone was jamming it and thought, okay, we're going to get out and take out that pre-market high. The pre-market high is 44.03 and a quarter. And Nothing there. I mean, I have nothing there. Someone decided to sell there or a group of sellers. Yesterday's high is the big number on the upside. That's uh, 44.21, and there's not much above that. On the downside, we're up seven and a half handles. The close was 43.90. That's above the pre-market low. The pre-market low comes in at 82 and a quarter. So, Let's see what they do. Can can they get it red on this number? Take it below 43.90? Or can they just bust through that pre-market high of 44.03 and a quarter and really, really opens up after that? So here we go. Uh, jobs number eminent. Here we, here we go. go. And I'm going to do my best to get it to you as quickly as I can with my laptop. Yeah. Someone's been a little bit sell happy. They don't like it. They don't like it. Not a good number. Yeah. My computer. Mitch coming in here. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Save me, Mitch. My computer is failing me. Uh, I'll let you pull that number. Um, one of the things that I'm kind of 
interested in finding out is we had oh such goodness. a good bounce back, but okay. dude, kind of filled down towards 43.35 today. You got something, Spence? Whoa, that is well, okay, yeah. So remember, five hundred thousand jobs was your estimate. A hundred and ninety-four thousand was your actual non-farm payroll figure. So, uh, not nearly as many new jobs added last month as expected. That's two months in a row. That's two months in a row of big misses on the non-farm uh, payroll figure. Uh, unemployment rate did go down more than expected, four point eight percent versus a 5.1% estimate. So so that's that's okay. But uh far far fewer jobs added again last month than we had uh in any revisions to the prior month uh, bad yes. number? Uh yes, the uh, that's a great question, Joel. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The August payrolls were revised um, higher uh, to 366,000, so not quite as bad as, mm-hmm. as, as, the prior, as the prior reading would indicate. Uh, July was revised higher as well. So the last year, the, the August and July figures were revised higher, not as bad as, as maybe they, we initially thought. Uh, I'm sure this month will, will be revised higher as well. But regardless, uh, that's a pretty substantial gap, though, between a 500,000 estimate and 194,000 actual. So even, even if it is revised higher to, you know, 250, 300, it's still a big miss. Um, as far as what this means, I'm going to stick with what I said before. Probably nothing. The, the Fed's probably still going to announce the taper at some point here imminently. Um, but I'm watching that candle on the on the top left uh, chart there, Joel. And, oh, yeah, we are really moving. Yeah, and uh, someone mentioned in the chat, and I mentioned this a while ago, the old stagflation, where you have inflation, <clears throat> excuse me, into a, uh, a slowing economy, which is the exact worst situation that you want to see. Uh, this certainly doesn't give any boost to the banks, right, as far as rates going up with the economy. So you see J.P. Morgan, uh, that's trading down 35 cents, and the spoos are getting hit here. Uh, we are heading for that pre-market low of 82 and a quarter. Uh, decidedly, yesterday's rally um, is now fading and fading hard. We may see the top of that range, uh, the, that three-day, four-day trading range we had, but uh, the street not liking the number. So I don't know if it's if it's you know people still living off those unemployment checks that they still yeah, have. Yeah, or people I, it, not wanting to work. I, you, you know, because you're making that, so much that's money. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking Bitcoin. too. I, you know, uh, historically, when there's a big miss in the unemployment in the non-farm payroll figure, we we blame the employer. We say, oh, there's not there's not enough jobs being added. Um, but I'm wondering if this is just a case of there's not enough jobs being accepted, right? Like, like maybe maybe the jobs are there, they're just not being taken. Actually, no, we know the jobs are there, right? Yeah. They're not be they're not being taken. Uh, so that that shows up on the figure regardless. Um, I mean, I like the fact that unemployment went down to four point eight percent. Right, so this, this it, it, it's hard to square this circle. It's hard to make sense of this because the unemployment number is good, the non-farm payroll is bad. They seem to go against each other. I'm not quite sure how to make sense of that, but um, gold rallies, gold's rallying right now. So this is, you know, uh, <laughs> it's the opposite. I will say, gold here is at an important area. I was looking at the dailies at this uh, seventeen seventy one area, seventy one and a half, right here, a pair of highs. So important for gold. I mean, I don't think that this is uh, really inflationary numbers. I don't know why gold is rallying here. Bitcoin has sold off its high a little bit. Market, it's. I mean, we sold off. We just now we're back at unchanged. We did not make a new pre-market low, which is good. So really, I mean, we've had some movement, but.
but overall pretty subdued because to me, taking out the pre-market high would have been a you know a bullish indication, and taking out the pre-market low would have been a little of a bearish indication. And I'd say if we go back up, what what time? Where did we start this eight thirty number here? We are almost. I think it was forty three ninety five. That was got where'd we end the 830 bar? 830 bar we ended at um 4398. So that's that's an I'll throw another number in there for the bulls and the bears to decide. That's where we were before the jobs number came out. And now just trading a little bit on change. As we said, this doesn't look great for uh interest rates going up. Uh let's see how first of all, let's see how the TLT is responding. TLT's getting hit, uh, and the banks are getting hit. So that's a little bit of a conundrum there, but uh, let's see. Something I'll, else to consider is that wages, I mean, wages did go up. Okay. Uh, average hourly earnings did go up. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if they went up maybe enough to, clearly they didn't go up enough to, to, to incentivize enough job, uh, enough job growth, but, um, Hourly earnings are increasing. That would seem to be a good thing too. But I, I don't know. I, I guess like my first thought is we always blame a, a, a jobs number miss on the lack of availability of jobs. I don't know if that's the issue here. I think it's just an issue of people just not taking the jobs for a variety of. It's not one reason why, obviously. But um, yeah, this is this is a this is a bit confusing. Climb it back. Climb it back. We're almost thirty forty three ninety four. Found buyers in the forty three eighty handle, and uh, we when we started out forty three ninety eight uh, crude. That's up sixty one cents. That's rallying a little bit off the high. Gold's catching a bit off this. Silver's catching a bit. Bitcoin's still in the green, and uh, Ethereum's still in the green. But uh, how, how's, it, hey, how's oil? How, back. How's oil? oil? Um, oil is up. I don't think that on the one minute, I don't think that moved, that moved a little bit off the number. Uh, but you got a big number on the upside today for oil high, the move, uh, 79, 78, you got the 79, 66 today. Uh, so oil is trying to hang in there. Spoo's fighting their way back um are we uh are we having marcus on today or? i am waiting he we're supposed to have marcus today i shot him a note i'm, I'm gonna text him real okay. fast we are supposed to have marcus on the show um and i'm waiting for him to join us because we miss marcus so i'm doing that in the background um by the dippers are present in <laughs> in the pre-market about the dip too. yeah under under 43.90 I mean, this is just a chop market. So it's traders again. You know, we talked about this at eight o'clock. Buy the dip, sell the rip. I mean, you're seeing it right here. And obviously, we got down about 14 handles lower than this. And they turned around. They started buying them again. So the buy the dip mentality, you're not going to break it, especially after the last couple of days. So you get that dip back. And what do you do? You buy it. So I don't know where we're going to, you know, we have a wide open. We have more volatility. You're going to get more dips here. I don't know if this was just the dip to buy and now we're just going to rip higher from here or not. It's going to be. I was hoping we'd fill the gap. We didn't do that. We we filled a little bit of it, but not nearly enough. So the, the gap on spy I'm talking about. But again, same story. You get that dip. There's not a lot of fear. Like I was the same way. I was like, okay, I'm buying some spy and I bought some 438.30 and 438.40. Um because you could just feel it like that's we're chopping around enough that they're probably going to come back. So not a, you know obviously you know nothing's you know, right all the time. Nothing's one hundred percent. But yeah, this 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 by the dev mentality out here is stronger than ever. No fear. You said it just now. There's no fear. I didn't have fear either on the number. That, that like, wouldn't. Oh that my be... goodness, what's going on? I'm like, all I'm thinking is everybody that's caught short from the last couple of days is going to be using any type of a dip to buy. Maybe we should have said that before the show started too, but. I mean, this is just, you know, rinse and repeat. I've been tweeting it almost every day. Buy the dip, sell the rip, rinse and repeat. And it has been working like crazy in this market environment. Yeah, we did take out, uh, took out the pre-market high, uh, 03 and a quarter, go to 07.75 here. So, uh, we, in fact, we couldn't take out the pre-market low. Got pretty darn close. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people were looking for follow through through that. I think... I think you're going to have a seesaw day 
you know, I just I think know, so too. It's kind of the way it feels like from the way it uh, yeah. reacted off the number. I will say the Fed fund futures have fully priced in a rate hike by the end of next year. So rates are going to go off the floor, so the market says, um, in the next 13 months, 14 months, at some point. Anyway, let's move on. All right, I I did just text Marcus. I don't know where he's where he's at. We're all excited for Marcus. I know. I apologize. I emailed him. Uh, we're waiting for Marcus. In the meantime, though, we have a fun little segment here uh, prepared. Okay. Uh, Mitch yesterday did some real boots on the ground channel checks. He real. got out of the trade cave, and he went out into the the world, the outside. Where the sun is, and he <laughs> and he did some research. Mitch, tell us what did you see? All right, first things first. Is this muted, Mitch, or money, Mitch? I don't I know. need to know. I, I oh, gotta go check you. We, we, we hear you. We hear you. <laughs> Just making sure here. Just making sure they didn't want to mime you again. You're um, good. You're good to go. Let's go ahead. At least the video for sure should have audio here. So what I did was I did some research for us because I personally have been trying to go long on bros i missed it on the ipo open i've been looking for it to settle down a little bit saw it settle down took my shot yesterday just took the starter position looking for a little bit of a dip today to add to the average but we'll see what happens at the open here but what i really wanted to do was research on bros dutch brothers versus starbucks right and so i said you know what Let's 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 go on over to the Dutch Bros. Let's go find out exactly what the hype is all about. All right. So a lot of people have been asking me what's all the hype about with the Dutch Bros coffee. This is what it's all about, guys. Look, I'm gonna show you guys here. This is Starbucks. Starbucks, right? Do you see anybody in that? Look, look. One car. One car going into the parking lot. We're about to show you. Right across the street, you see those cars waiting over there? That's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for Dutch Bros. Look at the empty Starbucks right next to it. Let's go ahead and let's let's go get a coffee. All right, that was step one. And then we went to step two, which really, this is going to be like the one this. that I think really got me over the level and should get you to at least think about this as an investment. Welcome to the Dutch Bros. Look at this double lines, two Same lines, Chick-fil-A. not one. This is Dutch two Rose. lines, guys. And and, 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 and this was at what time was this at? This was at twelve in the afternoon. This is this is noon time. This is not nine in the morning. This is not seven in the morning when people are getting their coffee. This is in the middle of the day when most people are grabbing lunch. People are out here grabbing their coffee because they need it. They gotta have it. And one thing I definitely could see was that Starbucks had not a single car in the drive-thru when I was going through this drive-thru. And yet, there was about 20 cars in this line. You guys tell me what you guys think. That's crazy. That's crazy. The Dutch bros, man. I'm in. Are these popping up? Call me a believer. I've never been to one of these. Like, Call me a believer. They don't have them near us. They're not. So this is only out in Colorado? This is no. in well, it's in the West. It's in the, the West. West. You know, you gotta yeah, be the like, West it, side. It's you know? like it's Oregon, Washington, <laughs> Colorado, California, maybe. Did you get coffee? coffee? Yeah, I did. It was great. It was way better than Starbucks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> He's just saying that. Ah, uh, you got to right. I mean, you got. I become a bros now. I'm a bro. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that what Dutch what bros? I'm or do they call it Dutch brothers? And it's just the short form. It's just. Do you want to be a bro? Do you want Come to be a bro? We learned everything. So, the, on this so show. the pair trade is to short Starbucks and buy Dutch Brothers. That's that. That's, that's what the lunch that's crowd it, was saying yesterday. That's it. That's the pairs trade. If you want to learn a little bit more about pairs trading, can I tell you guys? On the sixteenth, you just might learn from this guy right above me. The <sighs> pairs trader right here. That's what we do. Come check out wow. base trading. They Don't have make food calls. There? Take advantage of any efficiencies. Do they got food there? Yeah, they got a concession stand, Joel. They got hot dogs. They got it all. Popcorn. 
What about cigars? Nah, that's what I thought. So, so the Dutch real key cigars. thing that I also we talked about, Spencer and I talked about, uh, bros, was that it's a very small location. You can't go on the inside. You can only walk up and get your coffee or go through the drive-through. I think this actually gives them an advantage over Starbucks. They tried to do more of an in-person experience going inside, and I think really. We're getting to the point in, 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 in day where that experience is starting to change and the culture is more, let me grab my coffee and get back home. Look at that. Funny things cool happen segment, you, Money Mitch. Funny things happen when you venture out of your house, which I'm not, not allowed so to what do. What you right do? Now. Did you hold your iPhone <laughs> up when you were doing that? Yeah, man. Well, I don't have an iPhone, Joe. I'll be honest. I'm a Droid fan. I'm a Droid fan. Uh, I didn't know if Raz like hired a camera crew to do that or something. <laughs> that was yeah, on right. the ground, boots on the ground, Benzinga style. All, All right, right, Mitch. Money Mitch with Money the report Mitch. on Dutch Brothers. <laughs> we like that. We should do this segment like every Friday. It's okay. Boots on the ground, getting in there. Doing our channel checks, money, Mitch. I like it. Let's do some ticker time here. Sure. We have a few minutes. I I, I don't know where Marcus is. I, I have emailed him. Uh, I have texted, and he is MIA. We hope we can get him on today. What's going on with the spoos, man? Well, what all is over going the place. On with the market. This is I said. This is going to be a two-way day. What's that? Man, I said, no, when it was making the new high, I'm like, well, you know, I just said, I don't think this is going to be a runner kind of day. It's going to be like a two-way day. You know, you made a new high, made a, you know, now are we going to come down and make a new pre-market low and then rally back? I don't know. Is the high of the day in? Is the high? Is this the day, one of the days you make the pre-market high? I, I don't Good. know. I keep an eye on that 0775. I mean, if you're, man, they stuffed it there. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to get all bearish on you don't guys. Don't chase again. in this market. Yeah, don't I'm chase not buying. In this market. If I Write lose that money down. Today is going to be on the short side. Write that down on a sticky note. Do not chase. This is not the market to chase. Not the market to chase. We have not been in the market to chase for a long time. We are in the contrarian dream trade right now where everything's just chop and slop and your fade moves. You're making money by dip, sell, rips until we start getting into a trending market. So you have different types of markets. Your first thing as a trader is to identify what kind of market are we in. Overall, you look at the 90-day chart, you can get a feel for what kind of market we're in. What kind of market we're in? Bring up your IWM. It'll give you a really good feel. It's like this. da 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 What's today look like? Da, 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 da. If you're buying up here, oh, oh it's going. I got to buy. Uh, oh, no, it's going down. I got to sell. You're doing it backwards. So buy when it's ripping. We're red. Sell we are when red. It's dipping. Joel's We're all red. just focused on, you know, direction, directional bets right here. But you know what? I don't focus on directional bets. Not focusing on, I think this market's going higher. I think this market's going lower. Just had a big rip. I'm going to take some profits. I'm going to maybe short some stocks. Just had a big dip. I'm going to take some profits on some of my shorts, maybe buy some stocks, just like that. Going back and forth and back and forth. You know, that's the way this to trade this market. It's fade, the fade trade. We were in the 2020 trending market. Anybody who started in 2020 only knew trending markets. Oh, we buy the dip on the trend and we make money. You're not in the trending market anymore. We are in a contrarian market. That's what we are overall. That's why... We're looking at big moves, and that's why when you get a big move, you take your profits because if you don't, the market will take them away for you. All right. All right. Coming. We'll see. We'll see what happens today. Pre-market low stands at 82 and a quarter. Uh, Pre-market high getting farther away, 0775. Maybe you'll get that gap fill today, Triple D, down to that, uh, even though there's no gap in the S&Ps, but there is in the SPY. So, a lot of, lot of action here off that number. Um, I mean, one thing, if you really like, want to think about it, like really macro, not good news, right? It's not, I mean, is he, you know, we got to find out the reasons, but this is, I mean, the news they gave us today is certainly not good news. I don't know we, if anything is really bad news either, though. I've yeah. been in the believer of this market where if you're looking and you're trying to trade and get short on the bad news, it's been a yeah. tough go. Trying tough. to interpret news 
is a difficult task in itself. And I do participate in that task. But interpreting macro headlines to drive a thesis for your stock, um, you know, purchasing or selling is difficult. I would just simplify it. Don't worry about the numbers. Look at the TLT. Look at the SPY. TLT actually leaking. What does that mean? It means banks, eventually, if the TLT continues to leak here, banks will start to pick it up a little bit. We're seeing the banks trade off with the SPY right now, but you'll start to see separation happen. So if the TLT continues to leak, I'd be a buyer of banks in here right now. If the TLT turns around and starts ripping, which it's not, it's leaking right now. Bring up the chart of the TLT. There's so much information that nobody uses it. How many times did they mention the TLT on CNBC? The odd time somebody mentions that you know the 10 year, but they don't go up there. It's such a great indicator that nobody uses. So, you know, you're seeing it off half a percent right now. Is that significant? It's a good size move. Some, some of these days we've been seeing the TLC sell off a buck or two. But you bring up a chart of the banks, you bring up a chart of the TLT. Do it right now. I don't know, you can't hold put them beside each other. We should start doing that. But if you look, TLT straight down for two weeks. What have the banks done in that time? Straight up for two weeks. You think that's a coincidence? Hell no. There's a relationship there, a relationship where you can extract alpha from. And you know what? A lot of traders don't even understand that relationship. And it's so simple. I was on mute. Sorry. Let's do some takers from the chat. Uh, Let's look at one that we haven't talked about much. Uh, Oatly. O-T-L-Y. This is from Edward. Uh, Edward Epure. Epure. Is he French? Maybe. I I don't know. I'm reading off the chat. O-T-L-Y. Recent IPO. We like French. Hmm. Although I'm not very good at it. What is the symbol? O-T-L-Y? Yeah. What does this company do? I don't even know anything about this Yes, stock. you do. It's it's oat milk. No? Uh, uh, beyond meat style then. Like, I don't know. I, I know nothing about this company. It does oat milk. It sounds like, you know, one of these health stocks that got whacked and it's been getting whacked for the last month. Stock's in a horrible downtrend. Is it oversold massively? Are there bag holders all over this thing? Yes, there is. Would I be selling the rip? Yes, I would. My opinion. Okay. Uh, struggling currently, we're struggling right at no, now. We're struggling. We're at the highs of the pre market. Why are we up a buck on this? Is there some good news on it? Did uh, someone say something that they liked it or something? Do you know? Like, yeah, I think there's, there's a ratings change. I'm trying to point it out here. Yeah. Just give me one quick second. Uh, I don't, I'd keep an eye on that. You know, if you bought this bounce over the last couple days, you want to really see a uh, file through, uh, through uh, 1621 high at 1608, 1621. I think things really open up after that. If you want, I don't know if it's going to fade today, but if you want to try and pick it up on a fade, uh, the top of yesterday's range is 1495. So not much resistance until the lower 16 handle. And if you want to buy it back on the dip uh, and you don't want to buy it ahead of a gap fill or at a gap fill, 1495. You know, I think Emily tried this and then I I, I don't think she liked it. Uh, yeah. It doesn't probably. sound very appealing to me. No, no. I don't know. But, um, okay. What, that's another. What about what about Qualcomm here from Zachary? Qualcomm, good old Qualcomm. It's been a while. I've had this in my long-term portfolio. I hardly ever trade this stock too. I should start trading it more. But I've had this in the long-term portfolio. It was the one stock that I bought in March of 2020, and I've stuck with it. It's been a double for me. I don't know. You're at some major support at 125. It's got a two percent dividend. I don't think it's going back to 100. I'm just holding on. Uh, not doing much or pre-market trading up just a tad. Uh, let's hold yesterday. <laughs> excuse me. Hold yesterday's low at one twenty-seven fifty-eight. You're already above that, and uh, the next minor resistance point. I, I think you got some room up here to one thirty if you're looking at a shorter-term trade. Your four and five-day highs one twenty-nine seventy-nine to one thirty-oh two. All right, a couple of people asking about um, acquiring infrastructure, MIC. This is a company that recently spun off one of its assets to private equity firm. And oh, today man. they're going ex-dividend on a special dividend today. So that's why it's not actually down 80% or whatever. Uh, they're, uh, they're paying a $37.38 uh, per share special dividend, uh, and it goes X today. So, so yeah. don't freak out. It's actually out. up 9%. Yeah. What's the symbol? MIC. M-I-C. Mick. 
So they spun off the majority of their business, obviously, it sounds like. $3.31 is the adjusted close. Yep. It's a 361. It's actually trading up 9% right now from where it closed with the, considering the spinoff. But obviously, you know, it's only an extra 30 cents from $40. So it's not like you banked, you know, a hell of a lot of coin on the, on the on, but it's up 30 cents from where it closed. Yeah. So don't freak out. It, it, it may look like down 90% with 80%. It's not. It's not, it's not down, down 90%. 90%. So no. it, there's that. Uh, okay. Someone asked about Netflix, please. He said, please, Netflix. Okay. It's just such a monster. It continues to go up. It's been the driver of, you know, it's been a driver for Fang, really. Obviously, it's the N and Fang, and it's been a driver here. Um, you got a candle. Is it overbought? Absolutely. Does it need a pullback? Maybe. But the stock is just, you know, on a monster tear. The content that they keep pumping out, some of it's good, some of it's bad, but there's so much content. And I've become a firm believer when it did, when Disney came out with with Disney Plus, I was like, this is going to be you know a a, a a big competitor to Netflix. And I've realized now that Disney's problem with Disney Plus is that they're too concerned about putting out only good content. Netflix just pumps <laughs> out content, and they, I looked at Disney they, they Plus. They throw everything out there. Everything out there, and you look at Disney Plus, and I was like, I don't have any new content. They come out with like three, four new shows a week. It's so slow. Netflix, they had like 50 new shows a week. Okay, 25 of them suck or 30 of them suck, but there's some good stuff in there. So I don't know what Disney's got to do, but they've got to start pumping out a hell of a lot more content if they're ever going to compete with Netflix. If I didn't have my kids, I would cancel my Disney Plus subscription because I don't even look at it anymore. The kids like Disney Plus, lots of good cartoons, lots of high quality stuff on Disney Plus, but there's not enough content. Netflix is the king of is is the king of pumping out content. Is the Dennis, best content? Maybe not, but they're the king of pumping it out. Dennis, have you get watched the content it? out there? They've got so much stuff on there um, that you know I've realized that they are going to remain the king of streaming for a very very long time. Streaming is not going away. I would buy Netflix on pullbacks. I didn't like it, you know, two years ago. We know I kind of turned to neutral um, on it a while ago. But you can see it's grown into its multiple to a certain extent. It only trades like 55 or 60 times earnings, I believe, on forward basis, which isn't even that crazy. So they've done everything right and proven me completely wrong on this. Me and Michael Pactor were wrong on it. Um, I'm not saying I'm coming in and chasing it here, but I'd be a buyer pullback. Have question. you seen Squid Game? Have you watched that? Everybody no, should I? Everybody's it? talking about Everyone's, it. Everyone's. I, I haven't watched Maybe I should because I'm stuck at home. I, I should probably watch some. But, uh, Squid you know. Game? Yeah, it, it's a it's a South Korean, I believe South Korean show. Every it, it's like the most popular show in the world right now. It's the most watched show. Them. Um, I think it's a, I I think it's a um like a dystopian. I, again, I haven't seen it, but it's like a dystopian game that you have to play or you die. I, I, I'm sure I'm uh. sure people in our chat can correct me. Um, if you've seen it, please correct me. Tell me if I'm butchered that. But I think it's like a uh, you have to play in this game or you die. It's like a. It sounds uh, like a Hunger Games. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, I haven't seen it, um, but it, it's it's all it's like the number one trending show right now. So I'm sure you know, I'm catching up on the chat. Hey, right did now. you hear um, the last um, uh, Ted? I think for the season, the last Ted Lasso. Did you check that out yet, Dennis? No. Ted Lasso. No. Spencer, do you know who his characters are patterned after? Did you hear about uh, this? Do I know who it's patterned after? Yeah, his characteristics uh, and everything. No. And who Should they I? consulted with? No. Hello. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, back to Netflix. And uh, whoever asked about Netflix. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they're a long-term holder, and they're thinking about whether they buy, sell, or hold. Um, six thirty-nine ten. I'm not going to give you the old-time high. You can look that up on yourself. But six thirty-nine ten is the old-time high, and you traded below it yesterday. So you know, if, if to make that red candle, you know, to make me forget about it, candle, 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 um, make me a new all-time closing high. Six thirty-nine ten. That's what I want to see. If I was long. Netflix. Can, Parallels, can I just say six twenty eight six twenty nine? Can I just say on this S and P, same thing just happened again. Can we bring up the pre market for the S and Because everybody's like, "Oh, we're going red. We're going red." You know what? The smart money was doing buying that last dip again, again inside candle. 
from where we actually traded Joel from the, oh, yeah. from, so we had the opening 8:30 candle, which went bada badoom, and then they bought it back up, and then we had to side an inside candle again. We got down there near that 4:38 level on spy, and we ripped higher yep. once again. Yep. Buy the dip, can't shake it. Keep trading that chop, and you're trading the chop. How do you trade the chop? If you're new to markets, you trade the chop by buying the dip and selling the rip. I'm like a broken record here, but you know what? When you're making money, you stay a broken record, and you stay on what is working. And fade trade continues to work. Don't chase. Okay. Not All right, market. I'm gonna hop off because uh, uh, my folks uh, missed free market prep plus yesterday, so uh, I'm gonna hop over there and uh, cover the symbols we missed. So, hey, uh, as a reminder, it. everyone, there it is next Saturday, premarketprep.com. Learn more about that. Uh, Also, everyone, hey, please remember that all the information from our show, from all of our shows, from every show, meant to be used as informational purposes only and not for investing or trading or even life advice for that matter. We don't really know anything about anything. Um, Smash that like button, please, and thank you. I will hopefully be back on camera on Monday. Supposed to get some new equipment over the weekend here. Uh, That will be great. And uh, thanks to all of you for the well wishes. I appreciate it. How are you feeling? Excuse me. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Um, Actually, I'm feeling a little bit better than Ariel right now. Oh, Ariel Um, started getting some symptoms. Yeah, she had the Moderna. Uh, She was feeling fine uh, when I was feeling uh, sick. And now I'm feeling okay. And she's feeling a little sick. What's her symptoms? Just as she like, just, just. Because, you know, because not all of us have COVID, so we kind of want to live vicariously through you guys. Yeah. Right now. So she uh congestion just like me, but also what I did not have that she does have is she's got some, like, temperature. Like, she, like she's got some, like, chills and, like, sweats going on. So she's she's trying to fight fight her body temp right now, um, which I did not have. Mm. I didn't experience that. Um but Yeah, like, you've bo- sounded good the whole time. You haven't really sounded I I felt... Know? I felt not good Monday. I thought it was a cold. I felt worse on Tuesday. I have felt better every day since 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 two since basically since I got diagnosed. Um, yeah. Uh, I haven't done anything. I've just been taking you know decongestion for the entire time, um, and, and and Nyquil. Uh, but you know my my congestion's got. I, I've gotten better. Uh, I'll get the. I'll tell you all about this on Monday or Tuesday because I'll get the Regeneron treatment on Monday, um, so that that should probably help. Um, but that's the same thing. What? How does? Do you know anything about how the Regeneron treatment works? Is it IV? Like how? Yes. How do you, yes. It's, it, it's it's an hour long IV treatment. Um, is what I was told. I'll be able to tell you more about it after Monday when I get it. Uh, and the only reason you can get that is because you have asthma. Uh yes, yes. Uh, so there's that, and but I, I thanks for all the well wishes. I mean, I, 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 I again, if I didn't, if I didn't know better, I would think I just had a cold, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the trick is like every time there's anything new, you're like, oh, that I didn't, I didn't feel that before. That's something new, you know. Um, but you know, it's basically like a t- you're on. I'm on like a ten day clock. And as long as it doesn't get worse within like the ten days, you know, I should be okay. So that's where that's where we're at. Um, I got I got the Johnson Johnson. It has definitely helped. So, but I I thank everyone on Twitter and the chat for all the on some people emailed me. Thank you for all the emails, uh, the well wishes. Uh, I appreciate. Thank God no one texted me. No no one has my number because uh, I don't need that. But uh, thank you everyone. Um, and yeah, I feel okay. I, I hope to be back on camera on Monday. Um, but but it's been a strange week, but we're we're powering through. And uh, and yeah, so live trading is gonna gonna go live in a few minutes. I'm gonna end this stream. It'll redirect to live trading with Mitch, with Zunaid, with uh, Ryan Fluna. I will not be on it. Um, so everyone, have a great rest of your day. I'll be on. Dennis, have a good day. I'll be yeah, back on. You guys stream. too. Have a great weekend. Everyone, have a good rest of your morning. Good luck at the open. I'll- Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. 
news headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.